0: It's time for Living Your Purpose, a motivational and inspirational podcast with Peter and Joyce Nielsen.
1: Welcome, everyone. It's Peter Nielsen with my lovely wife, Joyce, and we're here with our podcast, Living Your Purpose. We are having so much fun. You know, I've been doing TV and radio for almost three decades. (laughs) I'm aging myself, and it is so beautiful to do this with my lovely wife, and we prayed about this. We decided that it was important to answer tough questions. We travel a lot doing my appearances in TV and radio. And to be able to listen to you on questions, to get you back on course, to finish strong, to live your purpose. And it doesn't just happen. You really need to put application to it. You need to put action to it. So today, we really wanted to talk about something that I actually wrote about on social media and on our website, in our blog, going back a few months ago. Am I correct?
0: Yeah, yes, it is. And it's just something I think that everyone can relate to and at any point in your life. And I found it to be very meaningful. Yeah.
1: You know, and, and I'm going to read it to you, and I'm going to say it with my heart. And God gave it to me one early morning But it goes like this, sometimes our lives have to be completely shaken up, changed and rearranged to relocate us to the place where we were meant to be, to live that purposeful life. And maybe, just maybe today is that time that you need to make that change, get off the path that you're on relocate yourself to that path that you were always destined to be. Um, If that's you, I really want you to stick around because, you know, there's so many times in my own life, I'm sure with you, Joyce, as well, that we think we're supposed to climb the corporate ladder. We think we're supposed to do something that we feel led to do. And we get to a point, and it's like putting a A peg into a circle it's like we're forcing it and it it just doesn't feel right it doesn't feel warm and fuzzy and what I'm trying to say is that God has a plan for each and every one of us long before we took our first breath you know I mean our first podcast was we were born on purpose for a purpose to live out a purposeful life and are you doing that or are you just going through the motions? So are you living, you know, that movie Groundhog's Day? Um, I, I relate to and I use so many times as an example. A lot of times we get up, we do the same thing. We eat the same breakfast. We say the same thing on the phone. We wear the same clothes. We take the same pathway to work. We say the same thing to our co-workers and then we do it all over again the next day I believe that we were truly born for such a purpose for such a day for such a moment to truly be a good steward to our life it's one thing to be a soldier and to listen to someone but it's another thing to truly be gifted with a purpose for your life and you have to get up You have to truly move forward and believe again. You have to have hope again. I mean, there's so many people that write me, whether it's on social media or emails, um, that are not happy with where they are. But yet, they're afraid to change. They're afraid to move forward. I mean, do you find that in a lot of the things that we do together, that when we're talking to people, they're stuck?
0: Yeah, I find actually a lot of times in my in my own personal experience, you're confronted with a circumstance around you that forces you to have to do a change. Whether whether so true you're, if you're staying on the same path, that's making a choice. If you're choosing to reflect upon the circumstance, um, I've had job losses, deaths of, of loved ones. Um, a, divorce in the past that was a very toxic relationship um i have many bad habits i'm still working on <laughs> overcoming and it really is just reflecting on your circumstances because either you're going to make the change or you're not and sometimes you don't have control of when you're going to have to make that decision because it It's confronted in in your face, And a
1: lot of times people have to hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. before they make that change. I mean, think about everything that you just said. I'm sure so many people around the world that are listening could relate to that. You're not going to change if you don't change. You're not going to live a purposeful life if you're not living one now, if you're not going to make some serious, serious changes in your life. And a lot of these changes are changes that are uncomfortable are painful. If you're not changing, you're not growing. If you're not growing, you're dead on arrival. You just don't know it. And I think that what we need to do, you know, is not beat ourselves up. I mean, what you just said could be overwhelming for someone. Think about it. If you're in a toxic relationship, okay, you want to try to find a way to either fix it or get out of it. If you... If you don't like your job, you're either going to stay in it, or you're going to look for something and believe that there's something better.
0: Or you're going to get terminated possibly.
1: Right, and a lot of times when a person gets terminated or when a person gets divorced, they feel that it's the end of the world and they go into a black hole. But like I said before, God knows every breath, every step before we even take it. And just maybe just maybe some of our life changes have to be completely shaken up, changed, like I said, rearranged to relocate us to that place that God always wanted us to be. It gets me emotional because we have this little thing called free will, free will. God gives you this blessing, but he doesn't tell you all about it. God blessed us. And called us together, but he didn't tell us how to make a marriage perfect. God put, blessed you and other women with babies, and you became pregnant, and you had a baby. He never told you how to take care of a baby. That's the difference, in my opinion. When God gives you a gift, you need to get out of your comfort zone. All the growth is in the valley. All the growth happens with pain. I've won 50 bodybuilding titles. My muscles had to grow. It was the most painful workouts and growth I've ever been through in my life. Divorce was growth to me. Two near-death experiences, being born with an incurable condition called Crohn's disease. That was painful. It's painful every day. But I'm constantly wanting to grow and move forward. Or I'm going to become a victim. I'm going to not want or be frightened on change I'm going to be paralyzed in that moment and stay there and life is going to pass me by am I correct? Yeah,
0: it, it's a growth mindset and I believe really that's when more than anything you need to hold on to your faith and and really have reflection and believe that you can and reassess what's going on in your life and, and only give your energy to the direction you want to go from that moment on.
1: Couldn't agree with you more. I mean, you know, I don't want to get, you know, too personal here, but it's like, you know, I went through a, a really, really hard divorce 19 years ago. And it was very, very, very tough on me. And, um, and then I was single for a long time. And then I was in a relationship before I met Joyce Uh, about you know five six years ago and um, I was blindsided and a person broke up with me and I looked at myself in the mirror and I felt like I was at that time the best version of myself I questioned myself I questioned my self-worth my confidence was knocked in half I was more humble I ate humility pie But do you know something? As I look back at it, and it's healed over the years, and God has grown me up spiritually, all I know without a question or a doubt is that God on the 11th hour pulled little old me out of the weeds because he had a plan. He had a purpose. And I could have fought it. I could have denied it. I could have paralyzed in that victim. Mode, and I could have just given up. But I realized after months and years that God had a specific plan in my life. He had a purpose for me as He does for you. And I've never been more fulfilled. Uh, I prayed for God to bring me um, a godly wife, for Him to pick my bride, you know, Seventeen and a half years ago. And um, I almost sold out a couple of times. And um, I held off because I knew it wasn't exactly what he wanted. It wasn't from him. My point is, is that I waited. And when I finally said to God, God, it's okay. You've given me an amazing life. I'm okay with just being your bride. That's when I feel God said, Now you get it, son. Now I'm going to give you a slice of heaven on earth. Now you're prepared and you're seasoned for you to have the bride, your queen, that I have given you. And Joyce and I, we got married this last summer. And, uh, you know, marriage is work. Marriage is growth. Would you say that, honey?
0: Yeah, and. I've experienced a lot of girls even since we've
1: been together. It's amazing because what I said before is just because God blesses you with what you pray for or what's going to lead you to your purpose, God will give you glimpses and will, will fulfill that, that blessing, that promise. But He's not going to give you blow-by-blow blow d- instructions on how to have that successful life. If you If you are spiritual, you know the difference between right and wrong. You know that there's a spirit that dwells in you that will tell you where you should be going and what you should not be doing and what you should be doing. And all I know is that even as Joyce just said it, we're both learning. You know, God's love is putting another person before self, before flesh, And in doing that, I've learned through Joyce, and what did I say to you? I said, you know, part of this relationship, the first thing God does when he brings people together is to what? To heal
0: each other.
1: To heal each other. And then to grow each other and to love each other. And once those things are truly set in place, only then could you truly do God's work together. And that's what we're in the process on this beautiful this beautiful journey called life. So I go back to say, just maybe today you're in that place that needs to be changed, that needs to be rearranged, that you need to be relocated on a path that God has always intended you to be. And only you know that. Even if you're not spiritual, even if you're you're not religious, even if you're questioning God, you know the difference between feeling tormented, feeling not warm and fuzzy um, versus feeling, you know, um, just euphoric or feeling where you're climbing out of your skin, where you just know that you're not in the right place. You're not in the right job. You're not with the right person. You're not in the right state. If you really listen and get out of your own damn way, you're going to find his way. I believe that. I believe that deeply. You know, and if if I can, I mean you even mentioned it. I mean, you know, biblically, I could I could talk about so many so many biblical characters in the Bible that literally were on certain paths, but they were never going to live their purpose. If they didn't get shooken up, if they didn't have major change in their life, if they weren't rearranged and relocated. I mean, Moses was. I mean, look at King David. He was going down the path of being an adulterer and a murderer. He took the woman that he lusted for, that he saw on a rooftop bathing, and he basically had an affair with this married woman. And then He kind of brainstormed and said, you know, ah, I'm the king and I'm in control of the army. And I know that this woman's wife, husband, is basically in the military. I'm going to put him on the front line. Anybody in those days on the front line would be the first few hundred or thousand people that would die. There wasn't what we have today in technology. They would just throw their bodies And they would be basically shields for the people behind them. That's what he did. And at the end of his life, after God truly rearranged him, just broke him down to silly putty to rebuild him to the man that David became. At the end of David's life, God said, he was a man of my own heart. Besides Jesus, David is one of my favorite characters in the bible favorite people because it says you could be a train wreck you could be on the wrong path you could be a cocaine addict a sex addict you could you could have domestic violence on your 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 history of police reports you could be bankrupt you could truly have lost the love of your life but with God, all things are possible. You can get back on track. You can get relocated on the path that you were meant to be. And you know, Joyce, one of my favorite scriptures is Joel 2.25. I will give you back the time that the locusts have taken, that the locusts have eaten. After two near-death experiences of divorce that I thought the sun burnt out, I thought that the best was behind me. And one morning, God basically told me, you silly boy, you're speaking like your life is over. Your life is just beginning. This is a new chapter. The best is in front of you. And I looked and I searched for those words until I found the scripture, Joel 2.25. It's my life anthem because it is not over unless God says it's over. You have so many retakes, and redos, and retries, if God blesses you with the gift of another day. You know, so I think it's so important, Joyce, to forgive yourself. Um, You know, my dad died of alcoholism at 49. You know, and my point is, is that he was on the the wrong path he was going 80 miles an hour like a freight train to hit a brick wall the problem with him is he had access he had, he was shooken up he got emphysema they told him to stop smoking he didn't listen he didn't want change he was too scared he didn't want to be rearranged or be relocated he was having affairs he didn't want to change his lifestyle, and he paid the price with his life. Last 48 hours, he accepted Christ back into his life. So I know I'll see a new creation uh, in the Father that I'm looking forward to, to meet. But his life here on earth was cut short. Yours doesn't have to be. Wherever you are, whether you're in rock bottom whether you feel that the sun burnt out and you're going through terrible loss, betrayal, or hurt, you can rebuild. And this is a perfect opportunity to use that as rocket fuel to truly um, give give yourself another day, give yourself another try. You know, so in my, in my world, and I think in yours, Joyce, wouldn't you say, that one of the biggest applications of truly trying to live your purposeful life is getting back on track. But to get back on track, wouldn't you say your mindset is probably one of the most important things?
0: Your mindset and really doing some good soul searching.
1: Right. If you want to make a change in your life or when you did, what did you have to do? I mean, you weren't listening to every friend out there. You you know, you're not just, like, what did you do?
0: Uh, there was, for a good part of my life, I felt like it was not, my time was not being spent in a meaningful way. And although I was enjoying the things that I was doing, I still felt empty. So I really came to a point finally where, um, i I did have a loss of a job, and it was we were downsizing, and I had to pick a new pathway and career to go to and I could have easily done the comfort thing and got something that was in a similar industry. Um, but instead, I chose to learn a new skill set and really try a new avenue and and even though that one I also loved. It still didn't feel fulfilling to me, and again, you know, there's several times throughout my life I've had to just stop and assess and be like, when I come home, I want to feel like those eight hours, ten hours, whatever it was that I just spent, or if especially if I'm, this is before work at home, if I'm clocking in somewhere, I want when I come home, I want to feel like you know I made a difference in somebody's life. So you just have to look inside yourself because your values. And what is important to you does change throughout your life.
1: And I love what you just said, because, you know, even us coming together, it's like one of the confirmations in you and I, we, you know, we were emotional talking about it, like even on our second first date. And it was just like, you want to do something bigger than you. You, you want to help make a difference. You want to pay it forward. Mm -hmm. You know, and what a beautiful thing. It's like even what we're doing today, you know, God will use anybody. You know, you don't have to have a TV show, a podcast. You don't need to be on the radio, win titles, be a millionaire. You don't need to do any of those things. But what you do need to do is like what Joy says, is that whether you are a cashier at Kroger's, whether you're a mechanic Uh, Whether you pick up garbage, um, you know, for a living, uh, whether you're a teacher, an astronaut, a rock star, you need to do that because you have a passion for doing that. And I love that Joyce was curious enough and I love the adventure in her that she, even when you don't have all the answers, you still need to move forward. I'm going to say that again. You don't need to have all the answers to truly live a purposeful life. But if what Joyce said is if you feel like you're not being fulfilled in the job, or if you feel like you've been in a relationship and it's one-sided or it's toxic, nothing is going to change unless you literally put your foot down, draw that line in the sand and say, I deserve more. I'm more than worthy. This is not the life that God has intended me to live. And when you pray that I call it, I call it one of the most dangerous, potent prayers there is, and I know you know it. It's like when you lift your hands up and you just say, God, use me, lead me, guide me. Wherever you want me to be, mm-hmm. whatever you want me to do, whoever you want me to do it with.
0: That's how I found you.
1: <laughs> exactly. You did it in your kitchen. You had a job. You bought your first beautiful home, but you still felt like you weren't on the right path. You gave up that job without knowing what the heck you were going to do. And then we met. in in our lives, both changed forever. Because then we both looked at each other, and we both knew and felt and prayed about it, that we were supposed to be together. And we're finding out more and more reasons as the months and the years go by on why we were brought together. And then Joyce ended up selling That only home she ever bought that she had on her own, she made a $100,000 profit. And then the interest rates went sky high. So God had your back. And then he just blessed your socks off and my socks off. And here we are, like literally, like almost like little kids, excited about living our purposeful life together, amplified because we are individuals and we're doing it together. It's the most beautiful thing. You know, I mean, it's it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. And what I want each and every one of you to get out of this today is that you don't have to be stuck. You don't have to truly stay in a situation that you feel like there's no way out occupationally, relationship-wise. Um, you know... Where you're living, if you like the sun and the beach, why are you living, you know, in the cold Michigan or New York temperatures? And you may say, well, that's where my job is. Well, that may be where your job currently is. But if you truly believe, if you prophesize it, if you speak life into it, into yourself, then you'd be surprised on how that level of, you know, commonality is going to hit you in the face. (laughs) <laughs> because we prophesize, good or bad, what's going to happen tomorrow. So, you know, I think that both Joyce and I, we prophesized change. We prophesized our relationship. Would you agree?
0: Yes, <laughs> a million percent. And and we didn't settle or give up, and we stayed true to what we felt inside and knew that we deserved and wanted and desired and
1: you know and, and and i'll just leave with a final note i i go back to i think one of the, the take the takeaways is what you said is what you said joyce if you're drinking right now or or you have a habit right now of smoking and you're wanting to lose weight think about it to lose weight you need to have clarity you need to have energy you need to have focus you need to have a good mindset well if if you're drinking until two in the morning, alcohol is a natural depressant. If you're basically, you know, smoking and you're sucking wind, climbing a flight of stairs, how the heck are you going to have the energy to work out or walk a mile or two? My point is, is that sometimes, as Joyce said, one of the applications is You may need to stop something. You may need to change something. You may need to rearrange something. You may need to relocate yourself out of something to start getting on that path that's going to lead to your purpose. You know, I mean, any final words that you have, Joyce, for today? Because I I literally love this topic because it's explosive Because it leads to everything that this podcast or everything. I mean, one of the license plates on one of our cars is purpose. And it's because it's one of the most powerful action words, emotional words that there is, in my opinion. Because we were, as I I said in the very beginning, we were made on purpose for a purpose to live this amazing, purposeful life.
0: I just want to read the quote that we started off with because this is really when I came across this the other day. It just, at, at this point in my life, even it, it and with a lot of people I know, it's so inspiring. So to end with it, you had said, sometimes our lives have to be completely shaken up, changed, and rearranged. I'll say that one more time. Sometimes our lives have to be completely shaken up and changed and rearranged because it's so important to not uh, freak out at that point. You have to Run focus and, and remember that it's taking you to the place where you were meant to be.
1: Agreed, so. agreed. I mean, you know, and I just hope that maybe you're at that place on where you need to be relocated. You need to be.
0: Oh,
1: you mean to Florida? <laughs> to Florida. Now, just so you know, Joyce is prophesizing. She speaks it all the time, um, and if and we're going to have this podcast um, where you can see it on video live on um, our uh, YouTube channel as well as social media. It'll be on uh, Spotify, um, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Blog Radio, Talk Blog Radio. So you'll get to understand what I mean. But Joyce definitely wants to be in bikinis uh, on the beach <laughs> with 85 degree weather. Uh, that's where she operates much better. And um, I'm working towards that every day. And the point is, is that what she just said, you need to speak it. You need to truly um, think about the things that you need to change or be rearranged to be relocated to that path that you will be living your purposeful life. I hope that everyone could resonate with that. I hope that you have an amazing week. I hope that you are showered with uncommon favor. You are blessed beyond measure. And that all of the promises that you have asked God to fulfill they come to fruition, that they come into your life. But remember this, sometimes we're waiting for a situation to change, and many times God is waiting for our heart to change. Something to think about this week. This is Peter Nielsen and Joyce for Living Your Purpose. God bless each and every one of you.